bi-weekly scream into the void. My name is Nick. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Elise. And I'm Alex. And we're coming to you from a, a socially safe distance away. And by socially safe, you stuck me in the corner with the, the cat litter. Well, you stuck yourself in that corner. I did. I <laughs> asked how we were going to do this, and you said, I'll sit over here. And I you said, put okay. Put yourself in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody puts no, Alex you... in the corner. Except for Alex. <laughs> <laughs> by choice. By choice. Um, I didn't remember that you had the kitty litter. Over yeah. There before I, I mean, that. like, where the hell else are we going to put it? Yeah, there's not really we a lot of places. We don't have, like, a places. big enough kitchen nah. for else we could, like, put it in the or kitchen. Or bathroom. Or bathroom. Or, like, you know, A laundry else. room. Laundry yeah. room. Any place like that. Anyway. <laughs> I uh, can't wait until we move. <laughs> well, welcome to Some Nerds Have a Podcast. Um, you know, the, the record of the apocalypse. Uh, now no, let the, the record world, show. Now but that the world is ending. Now that it seems like the world has happened in two weeks. Mm-hmm. It seems like a decade has happened in just two weeks. God, I'm just. Jesus Christ. Like, the last <laughs> time I was at work. Like we all, we all like went into work and prepared to do like, like work, work from, from home, home kind of shit. And, and just my boss being like, you don't have to like it, but you got to get it done. Yep. <laughs> See you fuckers later. Yep. And so it's, I and don't know. you never saw them again. And then I never much. saw them again. And it just feels like, fuck, when was the last time I saw my coworkers? <laughs> the before times. <laughs> In the before times. In the long, long ago. Oh, Earlier Jesus. this month. It was like. Like, oh, only two weeks ago. <laughs> it was only two weeks ago. That, to me, is the insane thing. Mm-hmm. As, like, I just, I saw all of my coworkers two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, so in the great Commonwealth of Virginia, we've talked about being in Virginia. Oh, yeah. Oh, somewhere yes. in Virginia. Um, they know we're somewhere in Virginia. It's not somewhere. Richmond. It's mm-hmm. not Richmond. Um, so our governor on Monday... <laughs> Just close. State's closed, State's guys. Closed. Everybody go State home. State is closed. I also love that our our governor is an actual medical doctor. Yep. And and the actual medical doctor and, and is blackface raconteur. <laughs> governor blackface, actual <laughs> medical doctor, MD. Doctor blackface. <laughs> that's that sounds uh, like that's like one of those like 1950s shows that like boomers remember fondly. Oh, doctor I remember Doctor Blackface. It was sitting a in front doctor. of uh, the TV when I was five years old to tune <laughs> Which, in to Doctor Blackface. It came on right after Indian Puncher. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Like, uh, I, think even I was supposed to go to bed before Dr. Blackface came on, but some nights <laughs> I got to Brillo sleep. Brillo presents Dr. Blackface. <laughs> it was just in like a local Alabama channel. <laughs> no, it was like national. It was definitely nationally yeah. syndicated. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah. Well. No, you know, no, actually, no. Dr. Blackface was too progressive for Alabama. <laughs> there were letters of complaints. You could be a doctor? <laughs> Oh God. God, we're going to hell for this. <laughs> we're to going to hell for this. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> Excuse me. We're we are satirizing an actual generation of racists. Excuse me. We're already in hell. That's true. Yeah, that's hell fair. world. That's no, fair. we're in Death Stranding. <laughs> that is true. We are like, in Death Stranding. Everyone Kojima laughed at Kojima yeah. and said, "That's a ridiculous." Concept. Kojima, as much as I love you, you need to stop making video games because your video games become reality, and I hate it. I hated living in Metal Gear Solid Two, and now I hate living in Death Stranding. <laughs> stop it. It doesn't even look like, and that's the funny thing about Death Stranding is Death Stranding is supposed to take place in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Iceland. No, I told you why. I figured out why that was. Oh, it's because of the time fall. 
Yeah. It's because the time fall makes everything a like move like speed up time unless it's protected. And so like geology just moves quicker, I guess. At least that that's my that's my headcanon. I don't know if there's any like specific documentation about it, but you know, it makes sense. I'm just sense. saying if we have to live in Death Stranding, we could at least be living in like Icelandic Virginia right. instead of regular Virginia. You know, that would be nice. And Norman Reedus can bring me my stuff. And Nor- yes. And Norman and can Reedus can bring like, you your stuff. Man, this is just like ride with Norman Reedus. I was, so I was talking to a friend, a friend of ours earlier today, and she was saying about how she feels like she can't even watch anything contemporary, right? Because it just feels too weird, right? You no, know? I was saying the same thing. Like we were, like, we've been watching a lot of um, Brooklyn Nine Nine on on uh, on Hulu, which is just old enough. Like the first few seasons are like th- 2013, 2014. So it's just old enough that it's like, I remember those years. That's kind of retro now. But watching the commercials is surreal. Yeah. <laughs> like we keep seeing this commercial for like soy milk. And it's like, yeah, you get up in the morning and you ride your bike to the gym. And I'm like, who goes to the gym anymore? <laughs> yeah. That's a death sentence. <laughs> and then like, uh, with the Olympian who uh, did Michael all the weed. Phelps. Michael Phelps like is in the pool with him. And it's like, oh my God, you can't be both in the pool at the same time. Yeah. What are you doing? Six feet, guys. Come on, break it up. Read the room, Silk. Read the room. <laughs> it's so weird. So, it is uh, so weird. Or like there's another one that's about like job recruiting or something like that. And it's just like... It's weird. It's just nobody it needs is, jobs in the apocalypse. So okay, like weird. Like, we're fucking every- done with jobs. We're done with jobs. We're done with money. <laughs> we're done with meetings. You know, like we only have the only thing we got left is a is a bindle and a banjo, <laughs> yeah. and we're going all, on the road. all po- all post apocalypse girls know how to do is is email and lie. And like post, <laughs> post memes, eat hot chip and go lie. post memes. Eat hot chip and lie. Eat hot chip and lie. Like, that's that's it. That's all we know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't stop screaming. So, let yeah. it all out. Just, just let it out. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. the worst part about it is, like, you feel like you're living in a really, like, shitty zombie movie because you're just, like, constantly, like, Corona, Corona, like who has the fucking Corona? And it's like, like we had this whole discussion with like Alex and being like, okay, I mean, I guess you can come to our apartment, but like you live with somebody that is an essential worker and has to keep going to work, even though the rest of us are home. And like, she's the essential worker of Starbucks barista. It's great. Um, (laughs) Which also Starbucks baristas, we salute you. Yeah. Um, Not that I've, I haven't been to a fucking Starbucks in weeks. Like today was the first time that we had ordered out in like two weeks in in two weeks, which is, I know it sounds like really petty and bourgeoisie of us, but like, like that is, we order out a lot. We like, order a lot, a lot. You know, we have like really hard jobs. We don't always have time to cook or the energy or the energy to cook. And so, you know, and the fact that I've been making every fucking meal, <laughs> just every fucking meal I have had to fucking cook and I'm. I've I don't something. know. <laughs> but like, yeah, we've had to cook every day. Every day. Every day. Or like do dishes every day. Mm. Like, because I Because we've been cooking so much. Because we've been cooking so much, which is not something that we usually do. And it's just, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so we just didn't have the energy. So we just, we just ordered out for lunch today. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I gotcha. 
it's um it's a weird time but we have plenty of time for for uh media consuming yeah. content i mean i've honestly content. Dis- despite all of the the goings on uh, I've played with more friends, I think, than I have in Well, many well our years. schedules are all syncing up again. Yeah, I know, right? It's like being it's like, in college, but without classes. Yeah, it's like I've been in... I, I've run a role-playing game with some mm. friends. I am making characters for two separate role-playing games with friends. Um, I have pl- we played through Left 4 Dead. Almost. We have one more. We have one more mission. Got one more? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. like, Nick and I and another friend, uh, another couple friends, um, we were like, well, what what can we do? And, you know, the apocalypse is happening. So let's play <laughs> a game about the apocalypse. Eat hot chicken lie. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's yeah. play it. Yeah, let's, let's play some apocalypse games. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've been playing that. I, I played through Blasphemous, um, which was a lot of fun. I played through... I still haven't 100% completed it, but... I did the second arc of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have like one more boss fight. I, I finished. Um, and Sorry. then I'm going to be done with, with Pokemon. So like I completed like the main game and then I did the main, like the first side quest and I don't know, I started playing Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to beat Persona 5 finally because yeah. I don't know what else to do. How's Animal Crossing, by the way? Um, Animal Crossing's great. We so like what if... <laughs> Let's tell this story. Oh my God. So one so... of my coworkers got a second copy and didn't know what to do with it. And I was complaining on the internet. I was like, oh, I don't have Animal Crossing and I have to wait until payday, blah, 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 blah. And so she was like, hey, girl, you want some Animal Crossing? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, what? And so she was like, yeah, yeah, just like pay me back when you get paid. And so we went we to went like an empty parking, parking lot. The parking lot, because she's one of my coworkers, and so like we went to the empty parking lot of where we both. Did worked. you leave it in like a dread dead drop? Did you like? No, it was even leave better. It, leave it no, in. No, 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 no. Let her finish the story because <laughs> okay. it gets better. So we, so we, we, we pull up to Nick's work, right? And there's one car in the and parking lot. And there's one lot. car in the whole parking lot. And it's an empty fucking parking lot. And we, we drive up and I'm like, oh, is that her car? And Nick is like, I don't know. And I'm like, it's literally the only car in the parking lot. <laughs> He's like, it might like, be someone else making a drug deal. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> like, we're going to drive up and like somebody else is going to be like, I mean, like, you got the stuff. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, sure. And they pass me like a kilo of cocaine or something. And I'm like, this isn't what I fucking wanted. Give me my, give me my Animal Crossing. And they're like, what? What? I go to like grab the Glock out of my my glove compartment of course you've got the opposite one where someone's like hey you got the stuff and they pull like yeah i got your shit right here yeah (laughs) it's like oh hell yeah Um, they're like awesome (laughs) this is so much better than what i was expecting i was gonna just like get some mess it's gonna do drugs but animal crossing (laughs) it's like drugs so anyway so we we pulled up we did that thing where it's like we pulled our cars in opposite directions because it was like raining we should also mention this because we were gonna meet at like a park and like hang out and go for like a little like our our government mandated one walk a day yeah <laughs> and so instead it was raining and so we like we pulled up and so our cars were like facing opposite directions so that way like the driver's seats were like right next to each other and like roll down the window and she like passes me the animal crossing <laughs> and then we just kind of like sit there and like shoot the shit for a while and a, and a, a fucking cop, cop pulls into the parking lot and then you both zoom in different directions <laughs> <laughs> well that's we realized was like man we should have been dealing drugs because if you just like smile and look over yeah because like, he just the cop just kept driving because like it was like oh whatever like those those people aren't doing anything weird or suspicious <laughs> like because like if you did go in opposite directions then the cop would have pulled us over well, at least but one of you you just, you just gotta 
play it cool, man. Just play it cool and just be like, hey, what's up? Like, oh, we're just we're just hanging out in this empty parking lot <laughs> with this of this building that's been closed for like over a week. <laughs> Fucking Christ. This is this is the end times. Yep. Remember in 2016 after the election and we thought that was Jesus. the end times? I mean, it was the beginning of the end, honestly. <laughs> Guys, we gotta, we gotta, I know that people are gonna die, but the, the line go down. We can't let line go down. Line go down. Oh blood my God. Blood for the blood God. Fucking Trump being. Lines for the line thrown. <laughs> The, the fucking fucking Trump being like, oh, yeah, some of you guys will die. That's a sacrifice. <laughs> That's a I'm willing to make. I'm willing to make the sacrifice. To, like, God. go die for your economy. Did you see? Did you see the? Jesus Christ! Did you see the? He is like Farquaad, but taller. What was it? The uh, there was some kind of news conference where someone was like talking about like like a White House staff personnel was like mm-hmm. talking and oh probably, yeah, it's like and and like I've been out for a few days. I had a bit of a mild fever, and Trump <gasps> just like leaves. He's like, nope, and he walks off camera, just like leaves in the middle of this oh conference. My God. <laughs> I a- hope that bitch copped all over like. Like mm. the door handles going all, into the office, all over like, the. Uh, well, she wouldn't have done it intentionally. If she's working the at the White House, house. but yeah. I'm I like, don't know. Oh, is that your McDonald's? Here's your McDonald's, sir. Cough, cough. Pass it off and be like, oh, God, I fucking hope so. Do you see that someone who who uh, coughed on a woman and joked about having coronavirus has been charged with terrorism? <laughs> <laughs> is that terrorism? Though? Yes, it's well, I mean, bioterrorism. Yes, bioterrorism to intentionally spread a disease. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they don't tell you that in history class, yeah. but uh, I thought you had to have a manifesto for it to be terrorism too. Eh, no, eh. I mean, manifest- getting real light on the terrorism rules lately. You know, manif- manifestos are fun, but you know, they're they're not the defining factor of terrorism. I mean, we we joke, but like white supremacists are. Yeah. They often write manifestos. It's just that they're That's usually the thing, on 4chan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but they're like they're talking about like weaponizing coronavirus. Yeah, and spreading like... it to Jews and cops is what they keep reporting. Cool. Grief, which All is right. like, do I take, and Jew cops? Do I I'm take sorry, the hit to take the cops off? <laughs> yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, thinking. Well, I was like, well, the cops wouldn't be so bad for legal reasons. That's a joke. Yeah. That's a joke. <laughs> Satire. I like how we've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and it's like, yeah, this is like a fantasy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like like a an ethical police department right. that I mean, like is mostly effectual. I mean and... that's that's why I like reading um like murder mysteries is because it plays into the fantasy of like a cops cops that are not terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it helps like if it's about like you know when when like cops bring in people who are like objectively terrible like serial killers. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah, that's fine. Too bad that's like. Five percent of your job, Max. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad most of it's about like you know bringing in people for doing things that are completely harmless, like yeah. being homeless, being homeless, yeah. you know, being a sex worker, hiring a sex worker, hiring a homeless sex hi- worker, hiring a homeless sex worker, doing drugs, buying drugs from a homeless sex from worker. A homeless sex worker. <laughs> Oh my god. Just saying. We need to stop this conversation. Uh, or not, because I don't know, because there's no rules, because we live in the corona apocalypse. Yeah, nothing matters. I like got drunk yesterday at like two in the afternoon and started baking, because <laughs> literally I don't know what to do with myself. I'm like, fuck it. Like, Woo, get baked. I <laughs> baked and baked. I fucking wish. And we ate an entire like pan of like 
chocolate chip uh, cookie, cookie brownies. Nice. Cookie yeah. bars over the course of like a day and a half. <laughs> An afternoon. Well, yeah, we ate most of them in the afternoon. And then today you were like, you want that last one? I'm like, yeah, let's split that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, like I, I baked everyone one. muffins. And like yesterday I was going to come up for, for watching movies and, and Nick wasn't feeling well. I was worried that I had the, the corona. Like, yeah. That was, that was honestly like, because mm-hmm. I had a headache most of the afternoon and I was just like, feeling drained and then at least made dinner and i feel much better i felt much better i'm like oh it's because i worked through lunch yeah that was probably That's it probably it is like i haven't been taking my allergy medications and i worked through lunch and i did both of those things and now i feel fine but like i i offered like do you want me to just pass the muffins through the door and you're like nah i was worried because i like i honestly was worried that i was sick and i didn't mm. want to pass it to you mm. like i was like if i am coming down with something i don't want you to come up here and get it yeah um I, I didn't, and, but again, like, like once I realized that's what it was, I, I will probably, it wasn't that. Like, I mean, I'm, let's, let's be honest here, Nick. All mm-hmm. right. If you had it, mm-hmm. it's more likely for me to give it to y'all than for y'all to give it to me because I interact more with the outside world living mm-hmm. with someone who's working now. Well, I mean, in the last week, yes, that's true. Prior to that, not necessarily. But we've already interacted before that point. That's true. So you would have already given to me it. Nah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. It's it's starting to get a little bit worrying. Like it's 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 I mean, still like not... all of us are going to get it. Yeah. The question is when, when? That's and that's I... the whole purpose of this. Yeah. Right. I would rather not get it at all. <laughs> I know that's not a like very likely high likelihood. Well, but like, it's like I have asthma, so yeah. like I'm really fucked if I get it. Mm-hmm. And then like I'm one of those people where I'm like I could end up in the hospital. Yeah. I have asthma, and it affects your breathing, and. I mean, I'm 30, so I'd assume that I'd get the ventilator, but mm-hmm. then that means that like somebody's grandma's not gonna get it. Yeah. And... Well, there was a po- there was a story that got posted earlier today where I think it was in in the UK, um, a 36 year old woman died because like she went to go get treated, and cool. they're like, "You're not the priority patient right now," and she died. Cool. Yeah. So. Cool. Right. This is great. The end times. Well, I was like, you know, like, I'm sorry. This is so much depressing news that, but like, I don't know. So Katie Porter, representative, uh, Congresswoman Porter um, from California um, was, was talking about this on the congressional floor. And apparently her sister is a doctor. And so like an emergency room doctor. And so she was like going into more depth on the things that like Katie or like Mrs. or Congresswoman Porter was like pointing out. And um, and so basically one of the things that she said was like, was literally like, this is the number we have 150,000 ventilators for the like whatever million of people that are going to get it. And she was like, so your odds, like, so once you get it and you need a ventilator, it was it wasn't even like the people who would get it. It was like, these are the people, these are the millions of people who, once they get it, will need a ventilator. And it was like, we have 150,000 ventilators in our country. So if you need a ventilator, you have a one in 50 shot of getting it if we don't take any precautions. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck. Like, like that was like the moment. Like, before that, I was like, well, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to go outside. And then I think that was the point in which, like, like that bit of information, I think, like tipped my my paranoia over. Mm, gotcha. You know, 
And it's like, you wouldn't download a ventilator, would you? <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't pirate a, a piece of copyright but, but, but and I mean, three D print it for the masses, would you? Like Italy did. Yep. Like yeah. they should. Yeah. Yep. Just make it available to everybody and. But it's like even then, like 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 it's still like it's a hundred and like it is a point zero. We have point zero two percent ventilators. Right. For everybody that will need them. Right. So even if like. Every slack jaw nerd with a 3D printer started printing them. We're still not going to have enough. But it will be mo- it will be more than it would have been if we didn't. Yeah. Cool. So we'll have 300,000 and our odds will go to 1 in 25. Well, like I mean I'm just what's saying the opposite? Like, give in to I, despair? You're going to let don't I let mean, despair like, set in. Don't let it set in, Nelly. <laughs> oh my god. Don't shut let up. The, the despair like, set in. Like please stop talking. Um, <laughs> please stop talking. No, but I'm just saying, like, it's just really frustrating because there's a lot of people who just, like, aren't taking it seriously Uh or, like, but I feel like, you know, if you have a friend that's, like, I don't want to see anybody right now, like, I think you just need to fucking back off and respect it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's, like, it's not to say, and I don't think any of us should be saying, like, oh, well, like, you know, it's not that bad or, like, whatever, I think, you know. I think it it is a legitimate thing to be afraid of it's, it is le- like you are allowed to be afraid of catching coronavirus it's sure. so weird because i went from eh, it's not that big of a deal to oh my god like this is terrifying in like the span of like three weeks mm-hmm. yeah like it was it was a gradual change but nevertheless like it was like i remember that I'm, like, having that uncharted. conversation with my coworker. right one morning and we were talking about it and she was she was charting the you know the progression of of the disease um you know from from china and italy to like other parts of the world and 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 i was like oh you know and i was that person that was like oh whatever like it's it's only killing people over a certain age and she was like you know most i was like most people aren't gonna get it and blah 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 and she was just like yeah but i take care of my like 90 year old mother Mm-hmm. you know so she's like if i catch it and then pass it on to her and then it was like the more the more you read about the disease the more you like learn the more it's like oh it really isn't like we keep just saying like oh whatever just sacrifice grandma not that that's like an appropriate thing to say lieutenant governor of texas mm-hmm. um for the line but, do but, it for the line but but it's like it's not even true mm-hmm. yeah you know it's it's a lot of people in their yeah. 30s will get it a lot of people in their 20s will get it and a lot of them will need fucking ventilators yeah. that we don't have mm-hmm. and you know and it's and and it's it, it is worrying it is worrying and we're not as a nation we're not doing what we need to do no and yeah, I think, I mean, I'm not saying, like, I I don't know. It's the fucking corona apocalypse. If you want to go crawl into a fetal position and cry for three hours, I think you should do that. Gotcha, <laughs> like, gotcha. You know, I'm sorry, but that's just how I fucking feel mm-hmm. about it. Well. Anyway, know. I'm sorry. This podcast turned into, like, corona bitching. But, well, like, y'all aren't doing that at home. No, I'm I'm doing my best to try to just stay in my room as much as I can. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what we've been doing so, too. It's it's been interacting with the world through the internet, which yep. is yeah. what I would do normally. Yeah, just um, to in, to a greater percentage mm-hmm. than normal. Yeah. This is true. Um, but yeah, it's 
to to kind of bring bring some levity to that that conversation that we've just had because you know about how we're all gonna die and you yeah. have a one in 50 chance of getting so, a ventilator if you need one so before that happens and and like that's the whole point of social distancing and the whole point of lockdowns and all that is to not just slow that down hmm. but also to slow it down long enough for a cure to be developed right yeah. and i'm I think from what I've been seeing, Cuba is getting pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the problem is, of course, you know, they're fucking communists. We yeah. can't take their medicine. Um, so, but like I said, there is work going on on that. And there is still hope because even if the line continued to go up, then the line of other countries that are working on this will continue to go on and they will continue to try to, to save the world. Cause you know, we're all connected in yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, so I have I have faith in Cuba. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I yeah. I yeah. 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 Um, they're they're really they're, those Cuban doctors, man. They're like, they're fucking great. They're some of the best in the world. Mm -hmm. So, but let's let's move on from that. Let's instead talk about games and games. Let's talk about because we played a game. Like, we did. We, we played. Yeah, we played Pandemic. <laughs> and we lost. Yeah, let's fucking talk about. What do you see? I was more gonna talk about the Left 4 Dead that we kind of breezed oh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Because that's a game that I had never played before. Right. Yeah. Um, and I had played only very briefly, like mm -hmm. when it was still relatively new. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's it's like it's twelve years old at this mm -hmm. point. Like it is not. An that is still hard for me to believe. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, for a 12-year-old game... It plays really well. It does. I You do kind of feel it in some ways. Like, the climbing animation is a little bit goofy. It's a little bit. Um, and, like, as our friend keeps pointing out, like, you want to click to aim down sights. So if you want to, like, right-click to aim down sights, and you can't do it. Nope. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. That doesn't work. <laughs> that's just the melee. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Melee it up. But, um... But you know, it was it was really fun, and I would like to suggest that we continue on with the second one because I think all I, of yeah. us have the second one. I have the second one for sure. Um, but it was it was very much a like like the mechanics behind helping people mm -hmm. really does play out. Yeah, like it. The whole gimmick of that, I think, at the time was that there are four people and you need to work together in order to succeed. Right. Uh, you can't just run it alone. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that really holds up. Um, yeah. Now, I, I'm sure the second one kind of takes that and it does. polishes it. Because there's, like, from what I remember of the second one, it's got more of, like, you know, like, the sections in the first game where you go and do something and it makes a lot of noise and it alerts all the zombies and mm -hmm. they come rushing at you and you have to fight off all the waves. They They take that idea. And then they add on top of it, you need to keep doing something in order to keep this thing going. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can't just start the thing and then shoot zombies forever. It's, you start the thing up, you shoot zombies, and then, oh no, you need to do something else in order to do the next step. Like, mm -hmm. um, I, the one that I remember the most is, <clears throat> you need to find enough gas to fill up this car. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you start the engine, and then you have to find gas. And then you have to find more gas. And then you have to find more gas. And the zombies are attacking you. And you can't hold the gas can and a weapon at the same time. So, like, one person grabs the gas can. Other people protect the person with the gas can. Mm -hmm. um, and you gotta not shoot the gas cans. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, 
We also talked a little bit about um, Killing Floor, which I have the first one of, but not the second one. I am actually not very familiar with that. So one. Killing Floor is a it's a British developed game, mm-hmm. I think, um, and it's kind of like like Resident Evil sort of an idea of like mad scientists, like human experimentation gone horribly wrong mm-hmm. sort of a thing, mm-hmm. um, where it's just like all these horrible creations are attacking. And I think there's up to six people, but it's it, rather than left for dead where it's like, you've got the characters, but all the characters are essentially the same. Like they can use the same weapons and do the same stuff. You pick a class. Mm. Um, and you can also, you also have like different skins. So there's like a whole bunch of skins and then a whole bunch of different classes and your classes level up. And as you level up, you get access to better equipment later on down the line. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I played, I played a lot of, I can't remember what it was called, but I think it was, like, Berserker or something like that. And that's basically, like, you specialize in, in melee combat. And I level that up to the point where it's, like, I could get, like, a fucking samurai sword really easily. <laughs> so, you just, like, I had, like, the guy that I usually played had, like, a gas mask and a suit. <laughs> and, like, I would play with the samurai sword. And so, I would just, like, run up to, the, like kite around like have like 20 things following me turn around kill three of them because the samurai sword kills them in one click and then run again (laughs) um and it was really making me think of it when we were playing left for dead because there was one point where we um like the entire i went back for extra ammunition and when my back was turned a fucking tank spawned and killed the rest of you oh yeah that's right and i came back and killed the tank by myself (laughs) because like you all dropped instantly (laughs) Um, and it made me think of, there was a time where I was playing, uh, Killing Floor, and I was playing with, like, three or four other people, and they all just got killed, like, as soon as a round started, and they're like, alright, well, game over, and I was like, no, I can do this. <laughs> and I was playing as the Berserker, and I had my fucking Samurai Sword at that point, mm-hmm. and so I was just, I was kiting every, and, like, cause you, you end up fighting, like, by the end of a round, there's, like, 30 or 40 things that spawn in a round, mm-hmm. and, like, they get harder and harder and harder, as mm-hmm. each round progresses, right. but you can buy better equipment in between rounds. Like they all drop cash mm-hmm. and you can exchange those cash for weapons. Um, and so we had played a few rounds and so those were all like hard enemies, but I had like decent equipment. And so I just ran through the level with like a samurai sword and grenades and I killed all of them. And everybody else that was in the group was like, Holy shit, dude. <laughs> like, because they, they seriously, they all dropped within like the first like minute of that round. Like right. something really bad happened like right out of the gate. And I'm like, no, I got this. Because I had been playing, I you I played that game a lot solo. And I played it a lot solo with like um, a special mod added in to make the difficulty higher. Because basically if you play by yourself, you have to fight fewer enemies. But I was trying to get, I think there was like a specific achievement I was trying to get. Because if I remember correctly, when the first game came out, they had like TF2 items. And a lot of games that I played when I was in college, I was playing because they had tie-in TF2 items. And so I was like trying to get those like, um, I think it's um, the pyro gets uh, got the guys, t- the guy that I played as with the gas mask and the, uh, the suit. You could get the tie that, th- that came with that suit. For the pyro, because the pyro in TF2 has a gas mask, so there's, like, a crossover there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so I just played a lot of that game until I got that specific achievement to get the tie. So I got really, really good at it because I played with the difficulty turned up, like, uh, basically it was, like, spoofing. yeah. Yeah, it was, like, spoofing extra character, like, extra player characters, essentially, is what it was. Was I was playing by myself, but acting as if there were actually, like, six players Mm -hmm. in the round. 
Um, so it was like me basically versus an entire team. So I got really good at it for a while. Okay. So that might be a thing. I, it, it's been like a decade since I played it, but it I might mean, be a thing I would like to go back to. Yeah, I also understand that there's like Killing Floor 2 and 3 and things like that. Have there's you Killing this? Floor 2. I don't think they've made more than two. Okay. Um, Killing Floor 2, I know, had a lot of extra content added into it, though. Um, but yeah, that was... Which one would you want to do? Would you want to go back to one, or would you want I, to I don't two? know, like, like I said, I've only ever played one. I don't know of the differences between one and two, but from what I understand, like, two is way, way better. Okay. So that might be something that you'll hear from us again, if you hear mm-hmm. from us again, yeah. uh, about. Um, but the... But yeah, so, so that was something fun that we did. Um, did you play any other multiplayer games with other people? Um, not... Specifically, I mean, I played other games with you. <laughs> we played uh, 100% Orange Juice. Oh, that's right, we did. We played 100% Orange Juice. That's a fun little game. That's that is okay. So that's a game that's like three bucks at most on Steam <laughs> that I will almost immediately buy for any friend that I have on Steam um, because it's just a fun little board game simulator, basically, where you run around the board, bopping around with a cute anime girl, mm-hmm. and you fight chickens and and uh, <laughs> seagulls and shit, and yeah. your friends. Uh, evil chickens. Evil chickens that will, you know, jutsu their way out of your attacks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. And who ended up winning that? I one? did. You did. Yeah, because I got a, I got an achievement uh, because I didn't pick any. I figured out what it was. It wasn't that I didn't fight anybody. Mm-hmm. It was that I didn't pick any of the options where it's like you you move up to the next level by defeating uh, people. Right, I normal. only picked the stars options. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I didn't even think about it. It's just because I had more stars than I had victory. So it was just easier for me to keep getting more stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I wasn't, I wasn't fighting people. I was just like going around doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, so it, uh, I, I won and I got a pacifist achievement for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fun little game. Like, it's simple, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's. I think it, it has a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it was really cute. And it, it's kind of just an excuse to get, you know, in a voice chat with people and, like, oh, hey, there's there's stuff happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can really just play without really paying much attention to what's going <laughs> on. There's not a whole lot of strategy involved. It's mostly really. dice rolls. Yeah, there might be a little bit near the end when somebody's about to win and you got to yeah. pay attention. Oh, this person's about to win. You should go fight them and take all this. Yeah, noise. you said that, like the turn before I won. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I got to like the winning, uh, the winning square on like mm-hmm. the last, on like the next turn, like mm-hmm. immediately after yeah. you said that. Go beat him up and take his lunch money. But yeah. Nope, yeah. Nope, too late. Too late. <laughs> yeah. That was my big fear. in that last round was like, Oh, I'm about to win. I need to avoid everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I like, I even avoid like combat with like the NPCs, like in the event that I lose. So like there was one moment where it's like, I had the option of either going to a combat or dropping stars. So, I'm like, I'm just going to drop stars because if I lose that combat, I'm going to lose more stars. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I'll lose, but just in case. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I, I think after you and the other per one other person left, I kept playing with, yeah, with one of you, our other friends. We played with somebody else. I was, cause I was seeing um, like messages still in our discord. And I was like, cause you were saying like, I can hear everything that you were saying. And I'm like, shit, did I forgot to drop out of the call. And I'm like, Oh no, that was addressed to somebody else. <laughs> like, I just thought I can hear everything you're saying. I'm like, Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, no. Uh, and then that friend that I continue to play with wants to play that game more. Uh, and so we might play some more tonight. I don't I, know if you'd be down for that. I'd right? be down for that. I don't know if I'd be down for that tonight after this, mm-hmm. but I Fair. would be down for that later. Okay. 
Yeah, so that that'll be something to to look forward to. Um, I've also been, I don't know, I've been thinking about the possibility of getting into like streaming now that I've got time. Yeah, I thought about that too, actually. <laughs> Everyone's thought about it. I know that's the re- main reason. You're both why- very basic bitches. That's the main reason why I haven't done it because I thought about it for like a second. Like everybody's doing that right now. Everybody is streaming. Yeah. There's, it's it's a classic supply and demand. Yeah. Everyone's got supply, but no one's demanding it. Um, but yeah, yeah. I guess people are also demanding it. People are it. probably demanding it. People who are probably too lazy or don't have a good enough computer to do it themselves probably just want the, like, interaction with another human being. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, maybe maybe we'll have a... Um, maybe we'll have a some nerd stream fucking, I don't know, Left for Dead. Ooh. That'd be fun. Yeah. Or Doom Eternal, because that's what I've been playing. Um, or Team Fortress 2. Or Team Fortress 2. <laughs> I would need to reinstall yet again Team Fortress 2. All, like, 20 gigabytes of that goddamn game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Team Vogue. Oh, yeah. Oh, what are they doing Dude, Team Vogue is now advocating for a general strike. Yeah. Well, of course, because <laughs> Comrade Brittany said Comrade so. Comrade Brittany. <laughs> this is a weird <laughs> This is such a fucking weird like, timeline. I'm really scared about what April brings to us. Like, I mean, all the memes are saying alien invasions. I, alien invasion. You know I what? Saw, that I would be the, a welcome change of pace. I saw the moon from Majora's Mask. <laughs> like, I keep seeing the Godzillas. Godzilla, I've seen that one too. Like, Godzilla is going to come. Because it's April. Is I April just, like, Godzilla's month? I don't know. You know the, you know the <laughs> phrase, uh, April Godzilla's spring May Mothra's. <laughs> <laughs> or something. What, what did May Mothra's bring? You don't want to know. Death. <laughs> May Mothra's bring peace to Japan, all right? Like, <laughs> Mothra, you know, Mothra is a guardian spirit. Mothra loves the children. No, oh that's, that's, um, um, oh God, uh, Gamera. Gamera. Gamera's friend. That's what children. June brings. June brings Gamera. June brings Gamera. <laughs> just... But Gamera's friend of children, so that's fine. I just, I just Nick, don't know no how I feel yeah. about this, like, Teen Vogue. Not like, how do I feel about it? But I feel great about it. It's just, it's just like, they're like, hey guys, so this is what a general strike is. And it goes really well with this like, Burt's Bees chapstick. I don't know. Who who is editing for Teen Vogue these days? Because like for the past four years, they've it been is, on point been with everything. The, yes, yes. They've given like primers on marks. And like, I just love how it's like right up and like right up against, um, like also these are the the fashion spring fashions for prom. Mm-hmm. And it's like one article. <laughs> well, prom and is then, canceled like, now. So hey guys, prom is canceled, but general strike is still on. <laughs> so let's talk about that. What are you gonna wear to that? And um, what are you gonna wear to do the general strike? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I just, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's not very fun to be around these days. Uh, I mean, the world's not very fun to be around these days. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've been playing a lot of video games, too. I, I beat uh I beat Doom 1, or at least I beat the four original camp, uh, campaigns. I started playing the one that just came out a few years ago that John Romero was just like, hey, guess what? new episode for doom in like 2017 or something like that um i'm like okay cool john romero (laughs) glad you're still finding work 
Um, and it is hard as balls. Like, that game, that one is fucking hard. I'm like, you know what? I'm good with just beating the original four episodes of Doom. I don't know if I have to beat Sigil. Um, so I kind of, I kind of left off there. Because the first level for that game was like, hey, I know that you just have a pistol and a shotgun, but you can take this Baron of Hell, right? I'm like sure did you do it <laughs> i did and oh. then i got to the second level and the second level was even harder and i'm like never mind <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no that it, doom is doom is a good game um and then doom eternal came out and i played a bit of doom eternal i played a little bit of the multiplayer for doom eternal um how does the multiplayer work so the multiplayer it's a three-person multiplayer mm -hmm. you have one person playing as doom slayer and then the other two people play as demons. Mm. Um, and the demons can spawn other demons. And they can also respawn, but only if one of the other player characters is still alive. Um, so it's the Doomslayer's goal is to kill the two demons. And then the two demons work together to kill the Doomslayer. Nice. And best of three wins. Hmm. That's um, interesting. Asymmetrical. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun. Um, it is hard who to play you... that game as the Doom Slayer. Okay, so who do you prefer? Do you prefer playing as the demons? I, or the Doom... I've only played Doom a little guy. bit, um, but I, I, of what I've played so far, I prefer playing as the demons because you have you have backup, mm -hmm. um, and you have like a lot more tools available to you. Like, but it might just be that I haven't played through the whole campaign of Doom Eternal yet, so I don't know how all the weapons work. Mm. Um, or I don't, and I don't also don't know how all the tricks work. Like, um, when I was playing as as the demon, uh, the Doom Slayer I was fighting against was like way higher level than me, right? And was doing all these crazy things. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that yet. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't gotten to that part of the game yet. Like, what did you fucking do? Haven't unlocked. Those I haven't unlocked yet. I mean, I, I'm, and that's the thing is like when you play in the multiplayer, like all that shit's unlocked. I just don't know how it works. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, that game is fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Doom, the Doom 2016 was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And basically, if they just re like release that game again, like that exact same game mechanically, and just added a new levels, Doom Eternal would still be probably one of the best games of the year. Mm. But they were like, what can we do to make this different? Like, we don't want to make it exactly the same. We want to take this idea mm -hmm. and like refine it just a little bit so that it's not exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, the tone's just a little bit different. Um, like I'll, I'll give you an example of what I mean. So in the beginning of Doom 2016, there's a part where a screen comes like towards the beginning of the game, like a computer monitor swings in front of your face and you hear this voiceover about to explain shit to you. And the Doom Slayer just kind of grabs it and shoves it out of the way. Yeah. And there's like a lot of story there and you can play it, but it's like not important. Like mm -hmm. that moment there is like kind of defines everything is like, yeah, who cares? And the game starts with you waking up in like this sarcophagus, basically chained into the sarcophagus. And it's like, who is this character? Why is he chained in this sarcophagus? Why are you in this room with zombies? You can find the answers to all those questions if you want. They are in the game. And you can sit down, you can read those logs, you can listen to like the audio tapes and figure that shit out. And it's actually a pretty interesting story. But you don't have to. At the end of Doom Eternal, or Doom 2016, minor spoilers for the end of this game, but again, the story doesn't really matter. Like, it's cool, and it's there, but it's not the main draw. At the end of it, you end up getting betrayed, and, like, 
shunted away to another dimension. Mm-hmm. Like, the person you've been working with through most of the game betrays you at the very end, turns out to be a shit heel, and he shunts you away. And it's like, oh man, when I beat it, because I didn't beat it until fairly recently, I'm like, I can't wait to play Doom Eternal to find out how he gets out of that. And then the game just starts, and you're just back, and it doesn't bother to explain <laughs> where you went at the end of the last game or why you're back now. You're just back. <laughs> and a lot of the things that you had to work really hard to unlock in the in the previous game, you just have at the start. Like in this in the uh, Doom 2016, you can't double jump until like level three or four. Mm-hmm. Here you can double jump from the beginning. One of the first things you get is the chainsaw because you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, because like they're like, okay, well, let's, how do we can how can we change it? Well, in the last game, um, people could chainsaw to get extra ammunition, but there was a lot of ammunition just kind of lying around, so people probably didn't use it that much. We'll just give people less ammunition for every weapon. There's less ammunition to be found on the ground, so you have to chainsaw. But then it uses fuel, so how do we make them keep using it? We'll just have that last blip of fuel just regenerate periodically, so you can <laughs> always kill like one of the little weakling monsters automatically. So it's the, the rule of the game is ABC. Always be chainsawing. Always just just because you need to. You have 16 shots in your shotgun. Mm -hmm. And when you get the super shotgun, those 16 shots become eight shots because you used two at once. And so it's just like, okay, you can fire this eight times until you level up your ammunition enough. So what do you do? You just chainsaw a motherfucker. And you get get those more shots and you kill a few more harder things and then you chainsaw something else. (laughs) It is awesome. (laughs) It is so much fun. It is so fast and uh, it is probably harder than the last one. I also decided I want a little bit more of a challenge. I'm going to bump it up to the next higher difficulty level, which I probably shouldn't have done no. <laughs> because like there are some like, like the first level I threw through flew through no par- problem. That second level though, like I was saying with, um, with sigil, like the, the most recent, um, John Romero made stuff for doom that just came out two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like what, like the boss, to the first level of to the first um not first level but the boss to the first episode of the original doom <laughs> is just there in the first level of that one it's sort of like that for this where it's like oh yeah first level uh spider mastermind well that's uh arachnotrons which are like a weaker version of like one of the hardest bosses in the original doom uh and doom 2016 like the final boss of doom 2016 I saw some footage before I started playing it of people playing it. It's like, oh man, I'm getting spoiled on this game. This looks like it's like end game stuff. Nope. First level. Just (laughs) (laughs) like what I was seeing, like the the tactics and like the weapons that he had. I'm like, this has got to be way late in the game. No, first level. It's like the first thing that you do. Well, I hope that they have a place to go from there. They do. And like that, that's the thing is like, I'm about three or four levels in and everything is fresh and everything is different. And it, Elise will tell you, like I when I first bought it and downloaded it, I was I was cackling, like playing this game. <laughs> it is so much fun, um, and just like you're just zip zapping around, chainsawing motherfuckers, ripping them apart, like pulling out eyes, and it's rip just and tear. you're ripping and tearing. They start this game again. Um, the Dune 2016 started with the line "rip and tear until it is done." Mm-hmm. They do it again for this one. It's like that's all you need to know. <laughs> that like they are leading so far into it. They're leaning so far into all the Doom memes. It makes me so happy. Um, do, does there is there a phrase of now I'm radioactive. That can't be good. <laughs> I haven't. Well, the Doom Slayer does not speak. The Doom Slayer does not speak. But does somebody say that? Some, uh, not that I've seen yet. Okay. I will say, like, it's mostly in the the achievements. Mm. Like in Doom 2016, um, 
when you beat the cyber demon, you get an achievement that says shoot it until it dies, <laughs> which for those not in the know in game pro, um, when they were doing their strategy guide for yeah. doom, there was a, there was a picture of the, the cyber demon and it says underneath the cyber, the picture of the cyber demon tip. pro tip, shoot, shoot it until it, it dies. dies. Fair enough. <laughs> Are they going to start uh, calling other FPSs Doom clones now again? I, I really... Well, here's the thing. <laughs> because when Doom was, like, the shit in, like, the 1990s, mm-hmm. all the other FPSs just tried to be Doom. Now Doom is just trying to be Doom, and everybody else is trying to be, like, Call of Duty or Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And no one is trying... I, I don't... I would like to see other people try to be Doom again, but I don't think that they want to try. Right. Like, Doom is so in its own niche i've been yeah i've I've been seeing somebody play um the new borderlands mm-hmm. and i was wondering like how close is it, on a spectrum between doom and call of duty okay like where would you place the borderlands oh god diablo okay. <laughs> <laughs> like borderlands is a first person shooter but it is not it's it's weird to talk about because mm-hmm. I play a lot of FPSs. Like one of the first, one of my earliest gaming memories, like like just pl- like sitting down and like playing computer games for like hours on end mm-hmm. was Quake One. Mm-hmm. Like I played through Quake One so many goddamn times as a kid. Um, and, and so like I've played a lot of different kinds of shooters, and the thing with, the thing with Borderlands is it is. The shooting is not the main part of the game. The shooting is a mechanic that you use to get from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. But it's like, and it's fun enough, but like, it's fun to the point of like, that's why there's like 80 million guns in that, in those games, because it's like, you use a gun for a little bit and then it's like, you get a new gun that's got a weird gimmick and it's like, oh, I'll use this for a bit and see what this does. Um, And that's the fun is like trying out all these different things. With something like Doom, it's like you have like the guns. Like there's like eight of them. Mm-hmm. And those are the guns you have, and you can upgrade them throughout the game, and you'd use different ones in different situations. And there might be some that you like more or less, but it's like you're never gonna find a better one necessarily. Like the shotgun's great because you can get a lot of ammo for it, and it's like versatile, and you can use it against weaker enemies and not feel so bad. And um, you can use it up close, whereas, like, a rocket launcher you want to use from distance, that sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, plasma gun you're going to want to use if there's a lot of, like, really tough stuff and you just want to, like, spray and pray kind of a thing. Whereas with Borderlands, it's like, all right, well, here are the guns that this character can use really well. And here are the different elemental types. What do What elemental type for what kind of gun do I want for this situation that I'm in right now? And then it's like, oh, I found a gun that can replace that gun. Mm-hmm. And you just replace it and you play with that for a bit. Um, and it's this, the, 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 the gameplay loop is more about getting like going to a new area, exploring a new place, getting new story, getting new guns and then going back and like selling your old guns and then using those sold guns to buy new guns. Mm-hmm. Like that's the gameplay loop. Whereas the gameplay loop for doom is okay. Here are your weapons for right now. Here are the enemies you're fighting. Here's an arena kill them all and then move to the next arena. And so it's just the, the, the gameplay loop is like kind of looking at the arena with the monsters as like a puzzle almost, I guess Mm -hmm. like what strategies do you need to do? Like what, 
what like environmental stuff do you have that you can use for your advantage? Um, what do you need to be cautious of? And just kind of do it like that. Whereas with, with Borderlands, you don't really have to think that much. It's just about shoot, shoot, shoot. These things are dead. Cool. Let's run up and steal what they got. Oh, hey, there's a treasure chest. Let's go see what's in the treasure chest. Oh, I want that one. I want this one. The rest of them suck. We'll just leave them here. Like, and so it is more like a Diablo kind of game in that sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. Where it's like, it's like almost more like an RPG than a shooter. Okay. But it just has shooting mechanics rather than like dice rolling mechanics. I don't know. I like the Borderlands games. I've played through one, 100%. I played through a lot of two, but never beat it. And I haven't played a game of them since. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of talked about maybe look, looking into that again, but as uh as dan pointed out our, our friend dan um that it would be kind of you going back to like 2000 and late meme culture <laughs> and it's like those are the jokes it's like okay yeah they're like cute for 10 years ago but they're a little annoying now yeah anyway um i played that that and i also play i, I started playing the phoenix Wright trilogy because that was on sale on steam on, on switch um, and I played a few of those games many, many years ago, but it's fun playing through them again. I, okay, I have never played Phoenix they Wright. They are so much fun. But I have, like, watched somebody play through all the cutscenes, because, mm. like... I'm... Well, it's all, it's all, it's like a, it's a visual novel, basically. Yeah, so, so, like, I don't know. I, I enjoy it as a spectator, mm-hmm. but I haven't yet had an opportunity to actually play it. It's... Um they're a lot of fun if you i mean if you know the solutions it's a little bit less fun it's more fun mm-hmm. to like figure, figure it, out. it out although i should say i've watched it a long time ago mm-hmm. um but if i if because like i don't have a switch right um but if I think it was they're on steam on, i think they're on other things too i don't know mm-hmm. if they're on steam mm-hmm. um i know they're on switch and playstation 4 uh, let me let me see um We'll look it up later. Um, I'll look it up now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, those games are so much fun. Uh, they're they're funny and they're charming. They're, the one that I'm in now is a little bit 2000 and late, just just mm-hmm. just the teensy bit, um, purely because um, there is one character in the story that I'm in right now that speaks entirely elite speak and like <laughs> chat, like, like chat, ac- chat acronyms. Yeah. And so it's like some of that stuff's still relevant, but a lot of that stuff isn't like spelling U J zero zero every single time. It's like, Jesus, <laughs> I haven't thought of that since like 2004, <laughs> which when the game came out, it was even kind of 2000 and late. Like that was, yeah um but it's they're so much fun they they're uh you know you for those of you who don't know you play as a defense attorney your your clients are always innocent and so the challenge is not just proving them innocent but figuring out like like proving to the court that they're innocent because it is like near future japan so japan already has kind of a fucked up judicial system in a lot of ways um but now it's even more so because it's like, oh, yeah, if you goes to trial, it's basically already assumed that you're guilty. Uh, and all trials last a maximum of three days mm-hmm. because there's such a huge backlog of crime that they have to go through everything very quickly. Um, and the so the crime rate in Japanifornia is so, so vast. Yeah, um, it is. It is pretty obviously supposed to be Japan. 
Um, is, is it is it not one of those things? Because I, I seem to recall things that were like oddly localized, where it's they, like they mentioned some stuff about like burgers and stuff, but they're like, like each, burgers in Japan. Yeah, but there was like I I don't know. I seem maybe I'm just remembering. Okay, so I've never played the games, mm-hmm. but I watched the anime because that's pathetic. I mean, and, you know um, what's pathetic? I've never played the games. I have the manga. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's worse. But go ahead. Sorry. So so I've been watching. In the anime, they say, like, let's get burgers, and it's clearly ramen. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah. okay, yeah. you never actually see it in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the girl is always, like, um, Maya, or, yeah, Maya, Maya is always yeah. talking about getting burgers, but you never actually go see them eat, so it's like, they might, she might like burgers, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's, it's, it's weird. It's Japan there's, like, some things that are also, like, I think think like the golden it, gate bridge isn't it but in the in the anime at least it's very much like no this is japan because edgeworth spoiler alert for the anime mm-hmm. edgeworth ends up leaving japan and going going to america oh. um and then there's this really adorable cutaway scene um where maya convinces phoenix to do a really dumb uh, commercial and put it up on the internet mm. and everybody in Edgeworth's American law firm watches it and laughs at it and are like, oh, these goofy, like, Japanese lawyers and Edgeworth is like, Phoenix! <laughs> so it's... Anyway, it's it's dumb. It's really dumb. So it's not, it's not Japanifornia. Yeah. But... And, like, like Maya is very much, like... They, they, they lean into, at least in the game. I don't know about in the anime. Oh, in the anime, are you going to say... she's She is she is a shrine maiden, basically. Yeah, no, they lean real real hard into that. And in it's the like, anime. she lives by herself in this shrine. And so, like, when she comes down from the mountain, it's like kind of a, like a little bit of culture shock that she's in the big city now. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I, I know that later on in the series, I never played it, but Edgeworth does eventually get his own game where he plays yeah. Edgeworth. Um, that is not in the remake, unfortunately. Um, but it is on PC. I did look. It's okay. on Steam. So you could totally play them. I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm like halfway through. From what I remember, I'm about halfway through the first game at this point. Um, and the cases kind of get longer and longer as they go on. Like the first one is like really easy and like they show you who the killer is at the beginning. So you really, you just kind of have to figure out how he did it and like how you can prove that he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of gets harder and harder and harder from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's neat. You know, you go around, you look for clues, you keep them in your evidence, you listen to testimony, and then, like, when when someone says something, you're like, wait a minute, I've got a piece of evidence that contradicts what you just said. And you, that's where the famous objection you know, comes yeah. from. And uh, one of the things that I love about playing it on Switch, because, you know, when I played it on the DS... I don't, I don't think the DS Lite had a rumble feature. It's been so long since I've turned my DS on. I still have it, but mm-hmm. um, it's been so long since I've played it. But, like, when that kind of stuff happens, the entire, like, I was playing it handheld, and the entire Switch just, like, shakes, <laughs> and it makes this really loud <laughs> The rumble feature in the Switch is not subtle. Um, it's great, though. Um, so I played that. I've been, I've been playing that. I also played through Blasphemous. I think I mentioned that, which is, like, a... Metroidvania kind of game with like Dark Souls yeah. kind of flavoring. God, fuck that game. <laughs> what? No, it's just like really annoying to like trying to like being quarantined with somebody <laughs> and like you're trying to like read or work from home 
and you just hear like this constant stream of of curse words. Yeah. And you're just like, do like find something else to do, please. I want to beat that boss though. I did beat that game. It was. It took me a while, but I did beat the game. I've nearly. It's a lot of yelling. It's a lot of yelling and screaming, and you're just like, is the house burning down? A lot of really hard boss fights. Like, did you get the corona? Oh no, you're just playing that game again. I mean, that was that was basically my sister at me when we were playing Left 4 Dead. It's like, could you stop shouting? Yeah, that was Elise at me when we were playing Left 4 Dead too, (laughs) (laughs) because like there was there was one point in particular where I was by myself and I'm like I should probably check to see if something coming is coming from this side and I turned and as soon as I finished turning there was a fucking hunter in mid pounce oh, no. r- right about to land on me and I was like Whoa! and I closed the door because yeah. I was like trying to get some work done I also I had like, my noise canceling headphones on so, so that, it's like, like he has no yeah, I have no idea how loud, idea how loud no, he is yeah same same Meanwhile, I'm, like, sitting in the living room with my laptop and just, like, fuck is this? <laughs> Zambies! Zambies. Zambie killing. Zambambos. Uh, but. Zimzams. Going off of uh, that for a minute, um, have we have kind of, I know there's probably more video games that we've played. That's about it for um, me, honestly. I've been focusing on, like, individual things. But, Elise, you... I think I don't know if you were. This was recorded. Oh, am I back in this conversation now? Okay. Well, you were You've playing been in this conversation as you, much as you love one. You mentioned <laughs> that you had Animal Crossing because that's yes. the big thing that's been blowing up all over the internet these yeah. days. Yeah, that and Doom, but less less Doom. I've been more seeing Animal Crossing. So, right. do you have any thoughts on that that you'd like to share? Anything um, come up just yet, or is it still too soon? Not really, because like I've I've pretty much just played like through the tutorial. Okay. Um. So I haven't really gotten anything interesting. Um everybody else I know has like built up their island and is like, I want friends. And like, um, there's that. So, but I really haven't gotten a chance. Like I got it today and I think I played it for about an hour. Um, and then Nick was like, Oh, Hey dinner. And I was like, Oh, right. <laughs> it's like a thing. Yeah. Um, so. well, it wasn't, Oh, Hey dinner. It's, Oh, Hey, we said we were going to do yoga and you were going to discord with friends. Yeah, I know. I had, like, a virtual happy hour for a friend's birthday. Um, So we, like, drank wine and had a Discord, like, video chat because it's the end times. Anyway, um, (laughs) I don't know. So I don't really have any feelings about it. It's, I mean, it's fun. It's very similar. It's much more like the mobile game than it is like any of the previous um, Animal Crossings, if that makes sense. So instead of getting have you there, played the previous Animal Crossings? I've played like a little bit of them because like I had a friend in middle school or high school who had them, um, and so that's like as much as I know. But it's like instead of a train, you fly to a desert island, you get a tent. Well, the train was only like, in one of them. I'm pretty sure there's a train, there's a bus. I can't remember. There's a there's so this else. one you fly and like instead of having a lot of things already set up, you are like building it from the ground up. Um, so like Tom Nook, like everybody has like a tent and, and like you start off that way. So that's very similar to the, um, the mobile game, which I was super obsessed with. And eventually I had to like delete it off my phone cause it was becoming problem, <laughs> a problem. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's very similar to that, I think. Um, but it's nice because there's no micro transactions. <laughs> And there was like a fuck so ton far. of micro, you know, right? But there was like a shit ton of micro transactions in the in the mobile game. I mean, because it's free to play, and that's how those things work. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, 
Corona apocalypse. But um, there was also, let's see, uh, welcome to, uh, you know, keep, keep your hands off. Izokan finished. Yeah, I think we've watched through, we watched we've watched through the first that. arc. Okay, so you haven't okay, watched it anymore. So okay. We haven't watched it anymore since, since we watched it together. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Yeah. So I'll hold off on my thoughts about that. Uh, I've been seeing screenshots and some clips from apparently Japan's doing a live action thing. Okay. Um, that, that works. So there's there's a live action Izukan or Izukan. Here's the thing about the that works. though, because this is an anime about anime, so yeah. it's kind of weird that you would do it live action, because like that is a lot of the, at least that's what got that's me. That's like hooked, the charm. Is that yeah. yeah? Well, at least with the first episode, I haven't noticed it so much in the rest. But that first episode was like, hey, here's some explicitly stolen shots from famous uh, Hayao Miyazaki movies yeah. <laughs> that we're just going to recontextualize. Aren't they great? Isn't it composed yeah. well? <laughs> like, I, I haven't noticed it so much in the rest of what we watched, but like that first episode, there was like five or six of them where it's like, oh, I recognize that. Yeah, it may it may mostly be limited to the first episode, but... Um... <clears throat> Maybe the other ones are like uh, homages to other like anime auteurs that I just am not as familiar with. It's possible. It's possible. But it's definitely very obvious in that first episode there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it's great. Like, I don't know... I, I don't know why I like it so much, but... It's, it's adorable. It's, it like, is. it's very heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know... Who knows? Like, like I, I will tell you this. I won't. I won't spoil it, of course, in as much as it can be spoiled. But, like, it doesn't end in like a way where you'd say, okay, well, this is a satisfactory ending. It's it ends yeah. in a way. It's like there's still a whole rest of a school year to go. Like, you yeah. could still keep doing this. Yeah. Um. But the question is, will the ideas start to run dry? What other kind of challenges will yeah. come in? Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's based off a of manga, so maybe the manga does go further. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I really want to know. I like, want. I actually kind of more want to read the manga now. Mm. Um, oh, I'm. I'm waiting for. Uh, like, because you you're saying the thing about like, oh, it doesn't end satisfactorily. Made me think of something that did end satisfactory. Uh, that that is still continuing, and it's Megalobox. Oh yeah. Uh, I want oh. to know when Megalobox Part Two is coming. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It did say it was coming out. Yeah, like a while ago. Um, like a few, well, at least a few months ago, it was very much just the teaser, just like here or something. Like it was the music and it was character portraits, and that was all that I needed to just go. Yee! So speaking of stuff that we really enjoyed, um, there's that Kingdom season two is out. Yeah, and because of the quarantine, we're not having our regular you know yeah. horror themed Tuesdays. Um, so is that something that you'd be okay if us watching separately? Uh, perhaps. I might. I might want to show at least season. I don't know. At least, would you be interested in watching it? Yeah, sure. I've like literally nothing else better to do. <laughs> so, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. But yeah, because I I am really excited for that, and I know some people who have already binged the whole thing, of course. Yeah. Um, but I I I want to watch it. I want to do it. Um. But yeah, so there's there's a lot of stuff that we're planning on doing. There's a lot of stuff that we are looking forward to. Oh, I had a thought today. Oh yeah. Um, have have either of you read or have I talked to you about um, the Silo trilogy? 
No, you made a post on Facebook, and I wasn't familiar with what it was. Okay. It it really made me think of, like, I was really thinking about it today. Like, where we are right now is just kind of like, it would be an interesting read. Um, so it is a it is a post-apocalyptic series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started off as a short story called Wool. And the guy who wrote it sort of expanded it out to this huge novel. It was basically, like, self-published. And then he wrote two sequels to Wool, um, and those are Shift and Dust. And the, the short story is basically this person in this post-apocalyptic, like, underground shelter um, is, has, been, has committed a crime, and the sentence for the crime is you need to go out and clean the lenses of the cameras that let us see outside because it's like nothing is out there. We're live. Everybody lives in this. It's basically like a huge, like missile silo essentially Mm -hmm. underground. Um, but it's like filled with people and it's just gigantic. And like, they grow their own food down there and they have like different levels and different levels provide different things. Um, and this guy committed this crime and it's like, all right, your punishment is exile. You can't live outside of the silo. Like basically the atmosphere is completely poisoned and you'll just die. Um, but before you go, you need to clean the camera lenses to let, let us, that lets us see outside because there are these huge picture, like these huge, like monitors on like all, like the dining room walls, basically. Like there's a common cafeteria and they're just lined with screens that show the outside. Mm-hmm. Basically just as a way of reminding you that like, you can't fucking go out there cause that's what's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, fuck these assholes. I'm not going to clean their fucking cameras. I'm not going to do this. Like what? Like I'm dying anyway. Like what? They can't make me do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be cast out. So I'm just going to walk away and fuck them. They're not going to come out and stop me. Um, and then he gets out there and this is, this is like, I'm going to spoil the short story. Is it not actually apocalyptic out there? No. Well, I'm going to spoil the short story. Okay. Um, because the short story is like the first chapter of the book. And mm-hmm. then like the rest of the book is basically like what happens in the aftermath because the guy who they cast out is actually very important. Mm-hmm. So most of the rest of the novel kind of focuses on the person that they get to replace him in his job. Mm. Um, and so he goes, so the reason why it's called wool is because he's you know got a pocket full of wool that he's supposed to use to like wipe off the lenses before he walks away and dies. And he goes out there and it's like, well, wait, everything's fine. Everything looks good. Like the, the trees are back, like there's birds. And so he's like, I need to clean these lines. Cause we like, cause you know, the only time that those ever get clean is when someone commits a crime that's bad enough that you get sent off into exile to die. Right. So like over the, like it's like months or even years or decades in some cases before between cleanings. And so like all this dust builds up on the lenses. And so you can't really get a very clear picture. And so he goes out there and he's like, no, wait, it's like there's, there's, there's green grass, there are trees, there are birds singing they need to see it. So he cleans it off. And then he realizes that they were just kind of piping that into the mask of the suit that he was given before he went out to like, let him live for like as long as it took for him to clean it. And he realizes that he was just lied to. And basically like, that's the reason why everyone does it. Uh. Like everybody always wonders like, why do people actually take the time to clean it? Cause they think that because they think that they're trying to like, they're signaling to everybody else that it's safe to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, it just becomes this whole other thing from there. Like it started as the short story that this guy wrote. And then he's like, 
I've actually got more story there. And he wrote like thousands of pages. <laughs> it's just like this ridiculously long series. Um, I listened to the audiobooks a number of years ago and they are, they're very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's all these like twists and turns and there's all these, uh, you find out that there's like these, these conspiracies going on within the silos. Like it's not outside forces that are like, Oh, they're doing this as an experiment. But the people inside, like there's some people inside who you don't really think of as being the ones in charge that are actually the ones in charge, mm-hmm. but they're the only ones to like realize it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting. The, the people who they get to be like the shadowy cabal that runs <laughs> everything. And you find out as it goes on, the that essential it's like, workers as it is. Right. And it's like, you think that like everybody's just living in this one silo and you find out later on, it's like, Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> There's a whole bunch. It's just that each individual silo doesn't know about the others necessarily, mm-hmm. except for like, you know, unless you're in the in group, the in group knows about the other silos and they're in constant communication, but nobody else does. Um, it's good. It's a really creative, really interesting post-apocalyptic story. And there's this, there's a lot of like rich backstory to it. And since it is about people living in isolation, it's, <laughs> It's a, a story for the time, so I recommend it to people. All right. Something to look forward to, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounded more ominous than it was meant to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, okay. So that's some books. Has anyone been reading any books? Uh, I have. I read, uh, I finished reading um, a Philip K. Dick book. I've, I read uh, one that I've been meaning to read for a long time called The Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldritch, which is one of his weirder stories, mm-hmm. um, which for Philip K. Dick is saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically, it's it's the future. People are starting to go out and colonize other planets, but no one really wants to go because colonizing an alien planet fucking sucks. <laughs> and so, but like Earth also sucks. Like it's a book about climate change. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like to see, to read Philip K. Dick and like see how much he actually predicted mm-hmm. because like in, in Three Stigmata of Polymer Eldritch, it's like, well, you can't actually go outside during noon because uh, like at, on Earth at noon because you'll just, cook mm. and like they when he describes the clothing it's like everyone is basically wearing like bermuda suits with like really short shorts and like really short sleeves but there's still like a lot of the characters are like businessmen so they still have to wear like suits and ties <laughs> <laughs> um and basically what it is is this guy named palmer eldritch had um basically gone on a mission of discovery like he's a he's a businessman like he's a he's a he's sort of like a um what's his fucking name tesla asshole oh uh, elon, elon, musk. elon musk yeah sort of an elon musk type but basically he goes to um proxima centauri you know the next closest star system mm-hmm. just to kind of figure out what's over there and he comes back and they're like is that even Palmer Eldritch? Like no one's heard from him in 10 years. What's going on? Like he's dis- like he's disappeared for all this time and now his ship comes back and basically the earth government kind of comes in and like secrets him away. And the main character of the book is a guy who is, he works in pre-fashion for a marketing firm, which is basically he's a psychic. So people bring stuff in. It's like, I've got this Chotsky. 
and he'll like hold it and look at it. And it's like, this is going to be fashionable and, or this is not going to be fashionable. Okay. And the reason why they need someone to do that is because the company he works for is called Perky Pat Manufacturing. Because the people who live on the other planets and fucking hate it, and basically they don't go of their own choice. They're essentially drafted to go colonize. It's like, your numbers come up. You're going to go live on Mars for the rest of your life. Have fun. Um, trying to grow stuff there. Good luck. <laughs> uh, and so the people who get drafted fucking hate it. And so this company makes a doll called Perky Pat. That's supposed to like replicate life on Earth. And everybody on Mars has one. And the reason why is because secretly this company also manufactures a drug that if you take the drug and stare at your perky Pat doll with all the accessories, you will imagine that your brain has been transported, depending on your gender identity, either into the body of perky Pat or her boyfriend. And so you just kind of to live as Ken or Barbie for a little bit. And so if something's going to be fashionable on Earth, they need to make little miniature versions of those things so that these people on Mars or Venus or wherever they're living can buy little miniature versions to have with their dolls. By the time it gets to them. Right. So when when they take their little drugs, they can, you know, imagine that they're living on current Earth just without the shitty, like, heat death that's going on. Okay. Um, And then it turns out that Palmer Eldritch has found in his on his trip to the Proxima star system this other plant that does something similar to what this illegal drug does, but he's made a deal with the UN government to make it legal. But it doesn't really work the same way. It really just kind of puts you in this hive mind collective where Palmer Eldritch just gets to be you. Um, so it's a, it's essentially this weird alien invasion through drugs. Okay. Um, and the reason why it's called the Three Stigmata of Palmer Eldritch is because Palmer Eldritch has all these, like, weird things in his body that, like, people who are taking the drug that he brought back will start to see. Like, ev- they'll see everybody as Palmer Eldritch because he has fake eyes, a fake hand, and metal teeth. And so, like, you take it for long enough and you think you're out. And then all of a sudden you're talking to somebody and they have mechanical eyes or they have metal teeth. And you realize that your mouth feels kind of funny because you have metal teeth, too. It's weird. (laughs) It is a weird-ass book. But I loved it um, because I love Philip K. Dick and his weirdness. Mm -hmm. And then I finished that and I started reading another one called Martian Time Slip, which I haven't gotten very far into yet, but it's another one about, like, living on mars fucking sucks basically (laughs) that seems Uh, to be a theme it is a theme like in pretty much all of philip k dick's books earth sucks but if you go live on another planet that's gonna suck even more so no one really wants to go do it Mm -hmm. but they just kind of make you um but uh in in martian time slip another one of the things that it's like huh that seems oddly prescient is um, one of the characters who's who's like a crooked union boss mm-hmm. um, who runs like basically the plumbers union has its own uh, colony on Mars. Mm-hmm. But it's basically just like racist mafia kind mm. of union rather than actual like, you know, you workers collective. Mm-hmm. So the head of the union there is um, talking about the reason he immigrated to Mars is because like, hey, if you go to the colony, like things are really tough on earth economically. It's like you have a really hard time finding a job if you only have a master's degree, but like here I'm like leader of my entire colony and I only have a bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, 
like man that's another one that's like when was this written 1964 this feels kind of right mm. <laughs> he he got that part right for sure yeah. <laughs> but anyway yeah that's where i'm at all right have you been reading anything recently me no me uh, <clears throat> yeah no i've uh I still have, so I used to, when I was at work, you know, I would read on my lunch. Right. Uh, and so I had started reading um, the the first book in the Witcher series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I hadn't gotten very far in it, uh, but it is, uh, I don't know, it, like I say, I haven't gotten very far in it, so I really don't have much thoughts on it, but mm-hmm. I should probably bring that out of my car, because it's not like I'm really going anywhere. That's true. Yeah. Got plenty of time. Probably read that on my lunches at home, where now I'm mostly just on my computer at lunch at home, but, uh, you know, while I'm working from home. So that's that's basically where I'm at. I've, I don't know, I've been thinking a lot more about writing and then reading, um, going over ideas for books in my head and such like that uh which i you know i'm sure everybody goes through at some point but uh not much to really say um yeah i read two books um they were both depressing as fuck (laughs) but that's the only kind of books that i read so did you ever read those uh manga that you picked up at uh necocon Oh, I got really into, I haven't read Unmagical Girl yet, mm-hmm. um, which I guess I really don't have an excuse to not read at this point. Um, but I got really into the other series. Um, so there's that, uh, the journal about um, magical creatures. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mute this and i also texting some people. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I guess I'll read some more. Um, been doing a fair amount of writing. Yeah. So, not just, like, working for work, but also working kind of on my own side projects. And so I've been feeling good about that. Um, but I don't really want to get too much into that until it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it. All right. Well, what are we doing for time since I'm banished? We're, we're about an hour and 20 minutes in. I yeah. think that's a podcast unless All we have right. anything else to no. talk about. No, I think... I Wash think your hands. Don't get Ronad. Yes, please. All right. Well, Remember, thank- there's only one in, one in 50 of you are going to get a ventilator. All if right. you need it, which you might... Which it's a, The breathing problems are a rare symptom. All right, folks. Well, uh, hopefully we'll get back to you in two weeks. Yep. Uh, until then. Hopefully the world will still be here. <laughs> until then, my name is Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Elise. And we've been Some Nerds Have a Podcast. Please be safe out there. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Wash your damn hands.